This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. I am joined once again by Eric for us to wrap up the Spoiling Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi edition. Today we'll be talking about the finale. Eric, what do you think? Well, Todd, I think this uh, lived up to the hype, every aspect of it. There were moments in part six that I felt overwhelmed with joy and and or emotion Indeed. Uh, in, in many, many ways. So I thought it was a fantastic finale. Um, you know, it's good when as soon as you watch it, your brother texts you, hey, that was fantastic. And or when you when I watched it, I wanted to text. Yes, indeed, it was. So yes. I think that is uh, a good sign when yes. when when a show can make you want to share your emotions with somebody else and say, you know, so that was good. That was good. So I appreciate the uh, the episode. I'm uh, sad to see Obi-Wan uh, the series end and not have any more Star Wars on on Wednesdays or so forth. But, you know, the time. The time had to come. What was your thoughts, Todd? What was your overall impressions? I, I enjoyed it very much. All of the, the reservations that I spoke of earlier, all those questions were answered. Any hesitation or, or qualms that I had uh, sort of redeemed themselves in this episode. I think they handled it real well and not really in a way that I expected them to, which was which was extra or good. We were wrong. Fun. <laughs> yeah, many, many, yeah. many of our predictions, if you go back and listen, which you probably won't, um, you will hear <laughs> you will hear like uh, this is going to happen. And we think Reba's going to be forced to dead and, and, and Obi-Wan will be looked at as if he was dead. So that's why, you know, and it's not true. No, so it, no. But it, yeah, we screwed it up on every know. count. And in a wonderful Which way. is good. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. no, this is called the swerve. We were doing it on yes. purpose. So that way everyone could really be surprised <laughs> by part six. You know, that's right. That's right. We had to mask our inside knowledge. That's that's what it yeah. was, Eric. Sure, we'll we'll play it that way. Well, Sounds good. Well, in general, though, the 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 way they ended this the series is was fine by me. There were there were oh, really yeah. no issues. You know, they they could have went with our route, and maybe they could have made it just as good. But who knows? Uh, as long as at the end of the day, they I mean, to me, the epic battle, the the showdown between Kenobi and Darth Vader was the pivotal moment, the kind of the highlight of the entire saga. And and tremendous in so many, so many ways. I feel like it took um, it helped bridge that gap we had from Anakin to Darth Vader. Like and we actually got to see what would truly be the merging of the Hayden Christensen version to James Earl Jones, you know, voiced. Um, And it was just beautifully done to the point where I'm just like. You know, over I was overwhelmed with somewhat of emotion when that happened. Oh, yeah. And I don't typically, oh, yeah. ha- you know, I'm not mushy, gushy kind of aspect. But <laughs> as that's happening, I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is like this is epic. And you feel. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. felt what Obi-Wan has felt. And, the, you know, so what was your thoughts on that overall scene? I mean, because I think we oh, can dissect that scene oh. and, and truthfully talk about it. Oh, I, I, I 100 percent agree when they're when, you know, when they when they were fighting. It's one of those things. And I feel like I said this back when we were talking uh, about the Mandalorian in the Book of Boba Fett, how I kind of voiced, you know, I, I have a certain opinion that, you know, I really love Star Wars and 
I really like it when Star Wars is not all about the Jedi. Like, that's one of the things that made the prequels slightly less appealing to me and why I wasn't quite as into the Clone Wars cartoon. Is It's, it's all Jedi all the time. Like, mm-hmm. Jedi are awesome, but when you're, you, you've got the awesome turned on 100% of the time, eh, it starts to, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? And so it was nice to get a little breath of fresh air for the Mandalorian and Boba Fett where there, there wasn't really a whole lot of Jedi action going on. But Obi-Wan kind of shows that, you know, when they do bring in the Jedi and, and it's <laughs> they do it real well, like like that lightsaber sequence was just breathtaking. You know, the way it was filmed, the way it was shot, the effects on it. It was just it's it was that same sort of excitement that I got watching the Phantom Menace for the first time and watching mm-hmm. that lightsaber sequence at the end where it's just like, oh, damn, this is this is freaking awesome. And as that progressed, you know, and it got to the point to where, holy shit, Obi-Wan's being buried alive. What the fuck? This can't <laughs> possibly be how this ends. That's that's not how this is supposed to work. Well, and I thought, okay, I guess Eric and I were right. This is how this is how he's going to think that, you know, Obi-Wan is dead and blah, sure. blah, 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 blah. And then he busts out and he goes and starts hacking on him again. I'm like, well, okay, well, how the hell are they going to spin this? And then you get to the scene where it comes comes to the end there and they're talking and, and I, you know, I'm I'll just own up to it, Eric. Uh, you know, Obi-Wan is standing there. Uh, you know, Ewan McGregor is a kick-ass actor. And he's Amazing. looking there with tears in his eyes saying, you know, how he feels bad, how he's sorry about, you know, all of it. You know, I, I got teary. I'm not going to pretend otherwise. Like, that is, yeah. that is you know, for, for the Star Wars saga, there's <laughs> the whole arc of the Master and... Uh, Padawan relationship, the 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 friend aspect, the the you know almost brotherly aspect of that, all kind of culminates to that, and just the just the just look of just despair that it's gotten to this point that's in his eyes is just moving. Certainly, certainly. You know? I mean, you weren't the only one, and that and you and I've heard it on multiple occasions. Whatever that was, that might have been the most emotional scene that Star Wars has produced. It's, I mean, it's it, possible. You know, because we'd also have, you know, what we would deem, you know, there's at least six movies dedicated, in a sense, to <laughs> this relationship, right? I mean, although yeah. we know that, you know, Obi-Wan is is in ghost form for the others, and it mm-hmm. kind of transferred over to, you know, Luke in the, in the battle. But for the most part, this is truly the culmination of, like, hey, this and, – and it makes sense that, you know, we've almost made fun of the – episode three finale and, and the hate and the angst and this like the I don't know, it kind of, it kind of not laughable, but you kind of cut off the guy's arms, legs, left him there. And then he screams no at the end and so forth. But like, this right. was actually like done well, like you oh, could yeah. see, all right, the hate and the malice. And, and, but yet on the other side, it's like somewhat pity or somewhat like, he, like he did fail him, you know? Oh, yeah. um, and, and well, just in general, how they were able to, and I thought this was genius, is they they were able to show the eye, the face, yes, you know, and yes. then have the the melt the merging of the voice. Yes, was, that was that was, was brilliant. <laughs> it was it was absolutely brilliant, and you know, for all the wrongs and, and things that people would like, I would dare a fanboy to say that wasn't amazing like that and like pick that apart because i don't know how you can because it was so damn good it was so damn good that it it got two uh 
older white men mushy in the eyeballs, <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, at the, at the end of, at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith, like you said, they're, you know, they're fighting and it's not, it's not, it's not cheesy. It's not bad. I like, I don't know what, what word to describe it, but you're right. Like, you know, their final meeting, he's, he's got him, you know, sort of hacked up and he's on fire and whatever. And they say that they say their piece there, you know, it's kind of a, this is all fresh. Like he just went evil. Sure. Like, you know, yeah. yesterday, day before they were buddies working on the good side. All of a sudden mm-hmm. now he's had to decapitate. Like it, that's, that's rough. You know, it's been 10 years and Obi-Wan has had to live with, his what he considers his failure you know for all this time just only found out that he was still alive finally confronts him for the second time like i mean yeah it's it's going to be a lot more emotional because you've had time to process what the hell's happened and yeah it's it's very powerful yeah i don't think it i, I would be hard pressed to see how a fanboy could tear that apart really. yeah well and, and and man baby on that really yeah, like yeah. i don't see how that could be yeah, and, and truthfully, you know, so when he when I thought Obi Wan was buried alive, I said, okay, well that makes sense. He he thinks he killed him there, but that didn't make sense. The you know the the statement that you know echoes is the last time I saw you, you you know I was but right. Padwan or whatever. Now you master learner, whatever the official quote. That's where the fanboys will yell at me for because I don't know the yeah. quote. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm like, well, this doesn't make sense. Then that kind of screws that up. But from what I am gathering is that Obi Wan throughout the series has kind of let, and we know that this is kind of uh, in lore and you can help me if I'm not correct here, but you can use the force, but if you don't practice it, it will go away and, or it won't be as strong, right? Hence why you have training and Luke cut the force off and, and, and there's ways to basically can silence it or just you mute the force, yeah. so to speak. And, and, that, that and, and Obi-Wan was doing it, right? right? So throughout the series, you could see he's getting better because he kind of got roughed up at first and even, you know, street thugs in the in the alley could, you know, get a couple shots on him or whatever. So right. you tell Obi-Wan is very, you know, 10 years not using it. So he's kind of rusty, but you can absorb, uh, I guess, the force from maybe others or like the thoughts in general can like help you. And while he was buried, him thinking and of who he's trying to save. They must have some type of, you know, they obviously have the force, it, like right. strong around them. That actually gave him like that extra power, like that bonus, <laughs> you yeah. know, like that uber strength. And then yeah. that's why he just came straight out and like kind of almost like the force gravitated around him and and so forth. And that's kind of how I took it as a symbol, symbolic, oh, yeah. like, well, hey, Leia, Luke. And it's not just that matter of like the stories of the 80 pound grandma that can lift a car because, you know, their kids <laughs> under it or whatever. Right. You right. know, it's kind of like that, but it's also, hey, the power, the will, and hey, this extra ordinary spiritual thing helped him yeah. become uber, you know, ultra Obi-Wan. He, he basically leveled up in Pokemon form. Right. Well, and it's, and, and I think you're, I think you're on to something there because it's very much like uh, what went on with Rey in Rise of Skywalker. Like yes. she was kind of whooped up and beaten, and then all of a sudden she's, you know, talking to all the, the Jedi pops up and starts kicking ass you know so yeah i think that i think that makes good sense um, yeah i think i so i think that might that ex- can explain some of like the well you know he wasn't very strong a little bit ago well, i think it's just a matter of i mean we are believing in a force that you know gravitates <laughs> all around us and so forth so i think right. the fact is like the the force beings or whatever decides who is the ultimate light side at that point in time they said hey this guy needs our help let's go you know and they all just yeah. and 
and essentially that is what made Obi-Wan straight up come back and kick Darth Vader's ass when it was obvious that Darth Vader has been the baddest mother effer oh, in yeah. the galaxy for 10 years. I mean, just yeah. the way that he was freaking toying with Reva, you know, toying with these other people, just dragging, you know, pulling down ships. And then oh, yeah. you say, all right, well, here we go. Obi-Wan has is just as good, if not better, uh, and more wise, because that's all there is to it. He's also more savvy, and, and you could see that through all the kind of foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and you know, Vader's got power of the dark side, which is all mm-hmm. based on, you know, hatred, aggression, etc. Mm-hmm. You know, which is, is good for just raw power of, you know, sure. hur- hurling, hurling mountains, pulling down ships, ripping, you know, in the, in the passion of the moment. You know, that's that's where the dark side sort of shines. But, you know, Obi-Wan's got it in times of, you know, calm and peace and rational thinking and actually having a plan, uh, which, you know, ultimately, you know, is going to win out. I enjoyed that during the fight sequence, it wasn't just lightsabers. Like, you expect Darth Vader to grab grab boulders and hurl them at people. Like, he's been doing that ever since, you know, we saw him do that in Empire Strikes Back. Sure. He's picking up machinery and hurling Mm it. I thought it was refreshing and nice to see Obi-Wan start pulling. He's like, oh, you want to throw rocks, huh? We can throw rocks. And he pulls the whole, you know, arms wide. Let's just have a whole constellation of rocks. Oh, I thought it was amazing. you max speed. It was fantastic. Well, you you kind of, and, and I think that's, that's like the wisdom of it all, right? Because yeah. like Darth Vader is stronger and, and, or can kind of overpower him in many aspects, but like, yeah, t- take on all these rocks and I can make them float and just like bombard you with it. It's kind of like the earth helping him, you know, cause I find Jedi yeah. kind of be earthy, you know? So like, so that's kind of like the thing is, it's like, yeah, well, sort of in I, tune with nature. I get where you're coming from. Beat yeah, me in the sense. power of the world, you know? And, and like, yeah. it's, it's almost like if the trees would start fighting against Darth Vader <laughs> because they want, you know, but overall, Darth Vader I don't... versus the Lorax coming to theaters. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's it. <laughs> what a hybrid, what a mashup that would be. Oh, um, snap. So, so overall, I thought, I don't know what planet it was, and I didn't bother to really write I don't it down or look it up. But yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, he escapes this, uh, that, you know, speeder, or he escapes, and he goes right. down to this random planet. I'm like, what is your angle here, man? I know you're, you're I mean, he essentially knew he was going to have to fight, you know, right. and, and it was wise, and it was smart, and he saved his, his comrades and, and, and so forth. But uh, the planet itself, the cinematography, the, the oh. blue in the red lightsabers and just how it echoed and just visually was freaking fantastic. That's what I, I yeah. mean, like that scene, you know, if they just showed you that scene, I mean, that, that that's a hell of a finale. I mean, they, they should have oh, yeah. just showed a clip of that and we would all just like <laughs> been all over it. Like we wouldn't even oh, yeah. know anything else about Obi-Wan because that was oh, just yeah. everything about it. Everything about it was amazing. So. That's... Yeah. Well, and and like the like because it was such a bleak gray environment, the blue and the red mm-hmm. just shone so much more intensely. And I've there was there was one point where they like panned back to a wide shot, and they were just an itty bitty little piece mm-hmm. of the screen, but oh, it yeah. was real clear where they were because it was so bright. And I remember that striking. Yeah. And then there's another part where they where it's close in and they're fighting, and you could see the reflection of the lightsabers in Vader's like eye pieces. Oh yeah. And I just remember thinking, man, who, the folks in charge of these effects are kick-ass. Because, like, I know in the original series, you know, they were, like, sticks with reflective material. And they, like, went in and, like, rotoscoped the 
the actual blue and red in mm-hmm. after the fact. Like, I don't know what they do nowadays. Like, I feel like they actually have, like, lightsaber-type things that glow, so you get those, you know, the lighting is somewhat right. But still, it's just, they did a really, really good job. Yeah. No, um, it, 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 every, every bit of it. And, and that was one thing that I watched in a couple of videos that they're like, yeah, look, previous series, you didn't see reflections in Vader's eyes. Yeah. With lightsabers and stuff. But now they did a really good job of making it really as realistic as one could be for, you know, and kudos to who everybody's in charge there. I mean, they'll never, I'm not really sure what their names are, the visual effects and stuff, <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, they're just underappreciated and we don't talk about them enough. Speaking of, I listened to this with ear pods on my um, Apple TV. I was walking okay. on a treadmill. <laughs> and that's what I was like. I have to, I have to figure out how I can do all the things today at once. And right. I was like, well, here's the deal, man. I'm going to be on, you know, I need to walk for a little bit. It's going to be 50 minutes of watching this. I can put it in my ear pods. And I'll tell you what, man, listening, you know, and if you, I guess people with surround sound with nice surround sounds can, can understand. But for me, we put it in your ears, man, the music and the general sound effects are just damn amazing when it's like really oh, yeah. in there. I mean, so. I've never listened to it. I've never listened to it through headphones, but my setup in my basement, we've got, you know, the, the big TV. We've got one of those sound bar mm-hmm. deals and it's pretty awesome. Like I said, I've never listened to it through headphones. I got to think that just gives it that extra level. Oh, um, yeah, it was fantastic. And I just I was like, yeah, this is I think I might do it this way from now on because I'm always <laughs> fighting with glare. You know, I was watching the morning. So there's always glare on the TV somewhere and so forth. And well, I don't have that same setup. And to be quite honest, I can't get there. There's windows everywhere where I typically watch. So <laughs> like down down on the treadmill area, I'm like, yeah, there's no glare whatsoever. Put the earphones in let it go. And I was like, wow, this is, this sounds really, really good. Whether it be from blasters, whether it be from the lightsabers turning on, or just in general, the audio, you know, the, the score in the background that oh, kind yeah. of highlights and makes everything work, you know, you can just hear it so much better. So kudos to everybody involved. I thought the, I thought the fight scene, the overall series was fantastic. So um, One, in, instead of gushing any, well, go ahead. You, you say, can gush some more on this. Well, I was going to say, there's, there's one more thing I want to mention about the the, mm-hmm. the Vader-Kenobi fight before okay. we, I, I suspect we were about to shift gears to the, mm-hmm. the Reva-Luke side of things. Sure. And that is, you know, at the very end where he's, again, he's, he's hacked through oh. the helmet. So you can see yeah. Hayden Christensen and the voice mm-hmm. is kicking back and forth and you've got the full effect of it. The very end, where he he basically says, "Yeah, you you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did." That yeah. was very powerful, and it it, and it, and it ties it ties directly into what Obi Wan eventually tells Luke, and he's he's mm-hmm. you know you now realize it's not just Obi Wan double talking. He's he's being kind of literal when he says Darth Vader betrayed and killed your father. Like that's not just necessarily flowery speech. That's that's what Vader himself said. Like it, yeah. and that that was powerful. Yeah. I thought that was a that was yeah. a very, I saw very a couple good thing to put in there. Right, good, yes, you and, and good for pointing that out because I thought that originally, and I'm I saw a couple memes that were really funny, and, and it just and it's, and it's where Luke says, "You told me Darth Vader." Could, by the way, he's like, literally, that's what he told me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's uh yeah, that's um that was that was pretty genius. I really did. I do think they really did a great job for the possible for the possible things that they could have messed up a little bit. Right. So mm-hmm. one of the scenarios that I think of, and I don't know the quotes per se, but I thought of it. So when Leia is 
speaking to Obi-Wan now where she kind of says, you served my father in the block, the Clone Wars. Is, is that right. is that cor- correct that she says something like that in the original video? Oh, yeah. In, in, in her little hologram thing after it yeah. gets out of the whole help us, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're our only hope after it cuts exactly. out of the loop. She, mm-hmm. she starts explaining like, yeah, that is definitely so. Okay, so at that point in time, I'm like, all right, well, this seems could be a little off now because you wouldn't address yourself. You'd be like, hey, remember me? Remember that one time? But so for those little things like that, that kind of say, all right, well, that's a little odd. They fixed a lot, in my opinion. Now, like the the whole statement of even just saying, hey, you know, I killed Anakin Skywalker or whatever, that kind of makes it even better. So for the small little dips where you take a couple steps back, I feel like they took a lot of steps forward in making even a new hope better, which I'm like, I want to watch a new hope now. I want to watch it and, and not necessarily see if there's any gas, but see the, watch the scenes between OB. Yeah. Information. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and you know, what was really cool was one of the, um, there was another screenshot I saw online that said right before, um, Obi-Wan dies, he looks over and he sees Luke and Leia, um, together for the first time before he like dies. And he's like, does he realize this is, he actually, you know, got, this is the last, you know, they finally met for the first time and he's, he gets to see that, which is uh, a cool little moment too. Yeah, it occurs to me that in all the all the times I've watched and rewatched all these movies, it, that never occurred to me. Like I always knew he looked over and saw Luke, but it never occurred to me that he would have also been looking at Leia, or would have recognized that hey, I've got all the living members of this family in eye shot right now. Mm-hmm. That's that's that's, mm-hmm. that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, thank you, online memes. You guys are yes. genius. I you know and, uh, since indeed. the fact I. I like Star Wars things on Facebook. They keep serving them to me. So I feel like, you know, that's you that's guys can do. vicariously get that through the Toddcast now because I am always getting served some type of Star Wars content. Any any lasting thoughts on that overall sequence, which is going to go. All right. So here we had this conversation before. Where does that fit in lightsaber battles? Oh, um, shoot. Like in terms of ranking the lightsaber. Fights? Yeah. I mean, like, how does that not? Quite honest, I mean, if that's not, if that's, if I I say, if that's not top notch, it's it's second only to, I think, the 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 lightsaber fight in the Phantom Menace. Listen, as much as 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 much as I love the classic trilogy, the lightsaber battles in that are not really anything to write to home about. Um, No, No. but this this was this was this was fantastic. I mean, yeah. to me, to me, and I don't remember what we ranked before because who knows what I episode that was on. <laughs> <laughs> who knows what episode? But but I knew that was a conversation, and we talked. I think this one will almost take it because there's nothing better than good action, good yeah. uh, cinematography, but emotion. And like at the yeah. end of the day, people buy into stories, buy into characters, buy into and so forth, and you don't get better than this, you know. Yeah. So like so the the you know so it definitely if you're saying all oh, all of it combined, action surprise. How well it looks, oh, man. I, I mean, I think they might have made the best lightsaber sequence, you yeah. know, yeah, you know, they've... as a total package. You know, everything oh. was like a nine and a half, if not ten, where maybe <laughs> the action was right. better in one of the others, or you know, there was emotion in one of the others. But man, kudos, amazing lightsaber scene, amazing scene in general. Uh, I'd watch all five of the original episode, you know, all the parts just to get to that sequence, and that's kind of what oh, yeah. I felt like. Hey, it was all coming to this. So oh, fantastic. Yeah. What else well, is there let's, to talk? Let's you know? let's talk Reva and Luke for a second. Sure. I guess. So obviously she lived. You know, clearly in the Star Wars universe, your midsection is largely ornamental. You can be run through. 
shot whatever and and it'll all yeah, be fine. Yeah, we don't care about it. Um, we we don't need stomachs. <laughs> kind of kind of makes me think that Tala would have lived if she hadn't have kicked off that that thermal detonator. I mean, she took a shot to the guts, right? right? She, if she had if she yeah. hadn't thermal detonated, she she probably still would be with us. That's it. But, you know, she she makes it. She gets she gets herself to Tatooine. She's going to go find Luke. So what's so what's is the it, motive? Is it that's what I was about to ask you. Is it explained what it is like as it no. progresses? It seems to be a okay, I got to go kill this kid and then she can't because it reminds her of all of everybody you know them all getting wiped out like what i i still don't that's that's my it's one a sort of qualm i don't question know for this is why is she going after luke like it would make and sense is she going if after she... it before debater or is she going after well that's obi-wan we don't know that's she knows well, that's he's a skywalker thing. so it's just like i i agree i feel like it was kind of pushed i feel like there was they could have done something else. They probably didn't even need to have that damn scene because I'm saying to myself, all right, Luke, remember that traumatizing night when you thought you were getting chased by a, uh, a Tuscan Raider or whatever? You know, like, how do you not see all the blast holes or whatever as you're right. hiding? I just, I'm like, I don't think we needed that, you know? It, yeah, for, for as much joy and gushing as I'm going to give for the lightsaber piece and the Obi-Wan Darth Vader side of things, I unfortunately got to remove a couple of points for this because, yeah, it just seemed... I mean, it, it gave it gave a reason for Obi Wan to have to hustle his ass back to Tatooine, but beyond that, like, which and, once and again, I, guess, I would pick apart and say, all right, that's okay. Just so, I mean, how long does it take you to find this kid in the desert and and go through these tribulations and stuff? Like, it, it to me, it was kind of. I don't think it was necessary. It didn't really do much for me. It almost added more questions. I mean, if we just wanted the feel-good moment of Obi-Wan meeting Luke and giving him the toy, okay. They could have cut straight to that after he got back to Tatooine on a, in a leisurely pace. <laughs> like, you know, I guess maybe I guess maybe if, if well, I was going to say, I guess maybe if Obi-Wan hadn't saved Luke, uh, Owen wouldn't have been as apt to do it. But Obi-Wan really didn't save Luke. No. <laughs> like, the lady no. who chased him off into the rocks also brought him back. Like, and Ben just happened to have gotten back in time. Like, I don't, uh, yeah. Well, the I only thing it's... I can think is mm -hmm. very much like how the, the, the series started with Order 66 and us thinking, well, this is gratuitous and unnecessary. And it turned out to be, well, okay, this is, this is Reva's origin story. It did make sense. Mm -hmm. The only reason this whole Tatooine running around Luke bit makes sense is if somehow Reva gets a spinoff. That's or it. They, or That's they try exactly to do, what I was thinking. They try to do some sort of, you know, season two where she factors heavily into it or something. That's where that would make sense because you do have to have some sort of closure, some extension of Reva beyond, oh, I've been run through and now I'm going to die. <laughs> you know, if you're going to keep her plot line moving, well, that's, that's, that's where this maybe crap. makes sense to me. She should have listened. She should have died, in my opinion. Now, granted, they needed a they needed a plot device to, for us to wonder what's happening on Tatooine in episode right. five or part five. Right. They, we needed to figure out what the hell is going on there, this and that and so forth. She disappears. So that makes it believe. I mean, here's the deal. This series was probably well received. I'm sure I think it had some type of record for most streams and something, blah, blah, blah. They're going to continue to make shows like right. they, that's just how it works. So oh, yeah. Reva disappearing and we know she doesn't show up in any of the other series and stuff like that means she gets a spinoff show and she will probably die in episode in, in season 
version two of whatever it is, right? <laughs> There'll be some type of thing where she'll end up getting killed by Darth Vader or something. Because the thing is, we can call it Obi-Wan, but we've learned already that you can call a show Boba Fett and then have two episodes strictly Mandalorian, right? <laughs> right. Like, it right. doesn't matter. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so they can easily say Obi-Wan season two. And it's a series, and it's a series of Reva. Uh, Obi Wan might still be cutting meat for the the galaxy <laughs> right. redneck, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. So who who? Um, so, but Reva then, and then Reva is fighting with, because now she would be officially a Jedi, or maybe there's some type of remnants that you know. Darth Vader wants to find her, or she's still trying to seek revenge, or what the hell? But there's some, she's she's seriously flawed. You know, yeah. so I wouldn't trust well, her with this information. Well, yeah, well, and I think I think they could absolutely give her a series. Like, I feel like there's enough depth of that character to where sure. you could expand that out and make that be a thing. But I also feel like if that didn't happen, if they would have just had her die on that planet after being run through, eh, we, we, we'd have all been okay, too. Like, but oh, you're right. I, like, I think that would have been the better bet, but we can't print with... money from that. <laughs> right. So, but no, I, but I mean, I, I mean, get it. Yeah, but I mean the 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 Reva Luke sequence. There's really not a whole lot to it. Like we get to we actually get to see Luke not uh, from a distance and or not asleep. So we get to see him a little bit. There's, sure. It's not real exciting, but then again, it's a ten year old kid and living on the desert. How much excitement are you gonna really get out of that? It did show how Owen and Baru really do care for him. Oh sure. And are willing to willing to to fight to defend him. I thought that was good. The, the the piece there at the end, after all is well, and Obi-Wan's packing up his cave, uh, I guess presumably to go move into the, the hut he eventually ends up in, takes the toy over, you know, and it's like, you want to meet him? And he hits him with that classic, you know, hello there, which is yeah. just well, a perfect was, way to end things, uh, that was, yes. I thought. Not to yeah. mention, now, was, it, was this the cut scene? I can't remember. I, I stuck, no, it wasn't a cut scene, was it? It was the yeah. actual end of the episode. Yeah. Where it's basically what we all wanted. Or at least not all of us, but I was basically like, "All right, come on, get, give us, give us this." We know you can't tease it. In ep- <laughs> you know, they teased it in episode three or, or of the the movies, right? Or, right. You know, right. and and then we've also kind of just toyed around with in this series is like, when's it going to ca- happen and so forth. So that was, uh, you know, when Qui Gon shows up, that was yes, um, pretty important. And how does that work? Because he kind of says, I've been trying to reach you. So Obi-Wan wasn't ready or he wasn't strong enough in the force because he ki- because he basically killed it off and now he's embraced it. So I could see it that way. I could also see it as, let's face it, Jedi Masters tend to like to, for lack of a better word, fuck with the people that they're training <laughs> and or do a bunch of double talk and whatever. Yeah, like when sure. he says, oh, I've been here all along. I've been waiting. Like it may very well. It, it could be, you know, what you're saying in that, you know, Obi-Wan needed to get back into the swing of things with the force before he could see him. Sure. I think it's equally likely that, you know, Qui-Gon was waiting for him to get strong enough before he revealed himself to him. You know what I mean? Sure. Like the Jedi tend to. Yeah do that sort of thing. That's I was right. that's, I was yeah, very that's happy thing. to see Liam Neeson show up. Like I was hoping yeah. it would happen. Like they they at the end of Revenge of the Sith, they teased that that's a thing. Mm-hmm. And like I yep. wasn't sure cuz he cuz throughout the series he's been talking to his master and there's yes. been no response. Mm-hmm. And I guess I wasn't sure if cuz it's been 10 years. Like has yeah. he shown up as Force Ghost and that has since stopped or has that not happened yet and this kind of confirms that yeah, that didn't actually start happening. No. Until this series ended. 
but oh, it was I good. Kinda... It was good to see him. It was it was very nice. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Now there'll be there'll be a spinoff series just like Ghosts. Uh, <laughs> with, uh, that'll be that'll be a good Obi Wan too. Is <laughs> it's a buddy cop movie now. It's like it's like Ghost Dad. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'd watch uh, that. So I, I, I could uh, enjoy, yeah. of course we would. Of yeah. course we would. We're we're silly. Uh, yeah. Overall, I thought that that you know was a great great little ending. I mean, I felt like all right good piece where are we going with this i mean you could easily lay to like now this goes and this easily bridges over to um you know a new hope and it right. makes sense in many ways leia you know that whole scenario and, and everything where she's you know a leader and all this stuff i mean i don't think this messes with leia's arc much much i yeah. feel like all right she knows obi-wan so maybe the way she would address him in the future would have been a little different or she might have been a little bit more shooken up if with his passing but um but she's also a strong leader and so forth so she you know yeah i mean i can justify things and, and part of it just sounds sounds like i'm retconning and being apologetic but i i think there's ways in which it all makes sense like oh, yes. when she when she you know records the hologram asking for his help and you know you serve my father in clone wars and refers to him as obi-wan kenobi like she's doing that in her capacity as like a diplomat yes for the rebel correct. alliance not i'm calling my old friend like yeah yes. it, he happens to be your old friend but you're not going to call him ben you're going to call him obi-wan kenobi general from the clone wars you know what i mean that all makes sense and it's almost um, as a like a uh, um a sale not a sales pitch but like hey you've done this for me before you know, you've you've served, so please yeah. serve again. Kind of like, hey, you bought this advertising package from me before, and it worked for you. <laughs> I think you should buy it again. That's kind of you know, right? Right, right. Well, and and also like, given the the last conversation they had in this series, where he's like, you know, if you need anything, I'm here, but you yes. need to be real careful, or things, you know, no one can yes. ever know. Like, I feel like that's why she had to sell it. It's like, look, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a hard time getting you to come out of hiding. Here's what we need. Like, I think that all makes sense. And I yes. think as far as the whole her not being as shook up by his passing, that does seem tricky. But you also have to keep in mind, she also lost her entire That's planet. what, yes. Like, I feel she at just a certain lost point, you planet. just get numb to a lot of this. Well, and, you know, like, eh. I think it's because you, you when you're a diplomat or you're, a, like, you can't show that, right? right. You, like, you can't show like you, you can't show weakness of hey i'm upset by this because then you'll get exploited so she's not going to give anybody that well and she's also very strong-willed so she won't give anybody the satisfaction to know hey you can blow up my entire planet but you still can't get to me you know so that just shows her strong. well well i also think that with the news of of obi-wan passing you've got all of that plus luke is clearly visibly upset yeah i feel like there's yeah. a certain amount of i have to be strong for him if I break sure. down over this, that's not helping anybody sort of a thing. So, like I said, it might sound like I'm, you know, retconning or being apologetic or whatever. But I think I think there is some logical sense there to where it all, no, I, all I does agree. work out. I, agree. I don't, th- I don't I agree. think any of these are particularly large leaps of logic to, to make yeah. this all make sense. So. So so here here's some of the scenarios. Right. Uh, so we do see Palpatine at the end, which is yes. nice in, in uh, form. And then we have Vader and we, we see <laughs> he must have a mass collection of helmets and, and chest <laughs> apparatuses and so forth, which is good. You know, he's got a collection, so he doesn't have oh, to worry you gotta, about you, that. Oh, you got to figure. I, I just figure it's kind of like uh, how Tony Stark has the, the wide collection oh, sure. of various Iron Man sure. outfits. It's just for Vader, they're all the same. It's just, you of know. Of course. 
the well you think about it you you do like a cribs episode where they have these huge closets where just, oh, just yeah. like stuff and he just walks in there and there's a bunch of capes and then, oh, yeah. you know and then there's a bunch of gloves and then there's this wall just full of helmets i mean oh yeah. how do you think kylo ren got one i'm sure he didn't get the original <laughs> you know he got one from the the closet at you know the oh. uh, fire palace um there you so go. So so he sends out he so he doesn't stop looking for Obi Wan. Oh, he, he's my he doesn't takes. he doesn't want to. No, he's he's like I've got probes everywhere. We will find him and 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 the Emperor's like yeah no we're, we're done here. And ba- yeah, he's basically and, saying you're being distracted by the real mission, which is uh, you know to rule the world. It's like Pinky in the Brain, oh, right? Well, is that well, kind I, of well? And I think I think it's possible. You know, I don't. It's never really clear if the Emperor knows about Vader's kids or not. But I think, I just feel like the Emperor is, has got incentive to keep Anakin away from Obi-Wan. If nothing else, just for fear that Obi-Wan might be able, might be the one person who would be able to take him away from the dark side and bring him back into the light. Mm-hmm. So got I can it. see where he's like, yeah, no, you just you just leave him the fuck alone. I don't want you going near him. It's too risky. I need you to be mine. Yeah, he's kind of kicked his ass twice. You know, yeah. My minus, you know, the fact is, yes, like in this series and part three, yes, Obi Wan got fired and blew up, right. so to speak. Or so like Vader gets the win there, but it was kind of like a there weren't knockout blows. It was like by decision, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where yeah. we're straight up, you know, Obi Wan is done nearly killed him uh, in two occasions to the point where like he showed mercy in both occasions and allowed Vader. So yeah. Emperor probably is just like, yeah, you know what? He's, he's in hiding. He's not going to do anything. One Jedi from a distance will not be able to defeat us, whatever. Quit looking for him because you're just poking the bear. And you know, so that makes, that makes a lot of sense why he can live for another 10 years or so forth without any, without him finding. Cause I'm thinking to myself, man, you get probe droids out there. You got people searching all these plants. You're telling me you can't find Tatooine where there's someone named Skywalker, you know, like it just, and someone named Kenobi. Cause again, it comes back to why didn't you call him Luke sand planet to protect yeah. him? Why, why, why change your first name from Obi-Wan to Ben and still go by Kenobi? Yeah. Like it's yeah. Well, ben, it's, so. ben Smith on Tatooine hanging out with Luke sand planet is not drawing any attention. You know no, what I'm saying? No, no, but you know, but we, we, these are the movies and yeah. we don't want to confuse yeah. people too much. No. That's when you get too much in the weeds, that sounds good for the role-playing games, but yeah. for the movies, let's just keep it simple. <laughs> let's keep it simple. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, what do you, what else do you think? Is there anything we really missed? I mean, for the most part, I strongly suggest anybody that likes any star Wars to give this a try, <laughs> you know, oh, and yeah. if, in, in the early, like I said, the early episodes are a little bit longer and they don't necessarily do as much. There are moments, but this is, it's well worth it just for this. Oh yeah. No, yeah, the first the first few episodes there's a lot of build up. It's a little it's a slow build, but the culmination is definitely worth it. 100%. Yep. I think we kind of covered it all. I can't think of anything else. I'm looking forward to whatever comes next. Do do you happen to know offhand what the next Star Wars piece we're getting is? Is you it know, the next offhand, Mandalorian? Well, or? you know, I know they started filming the Mandalorian. I know Ahsoka is a thing, and I also right. know that we're going to get the Rogue One. Um, is it Andor? Andor? Yes, yeah. at some point. So I don't know what's necessarily coming up. They haven't really started the hype train of any right. of it, from what I understand. So uh, we will be back at some point in time, uh, you know, covering <laughs> something. <laughs> whichever, whichever Star Wars TV is next. Um, there you and, go. And I, um, I'm here for it. So. 
Good deal. Well, thank you, Eric. Good times. Look forward to the next batch of these. Thank you, listeners. Hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the podcast.